welcome to Trashy Trashy, where we take a dumpster dive on this week's trashiest news stories and a look at all the garbage people. If you're enjoying this show, you can support us in two ways. Leave us a review or support us financially by clicking the link in the show notes. My name is Erica and I'm your host. I'm Cassandra. I'm your other host. Yeehaw! Ride em, cowgirl! Yeehaw! How was your week, Cass? It was great. I mean, Thanksgiving this past week. So I am guilty of being someone who talks shit about Thanksgiving, says I don't get the point of Thanksgiving. It's like such a horrible holiday and support, you know, like the origins of it are fucked up. But also like I'm going to make eight to ten dishes. Uh-huh. So obviously my Thanksgiving was a lot smaller this year. My brother lives in LA uh, with his girlfriend. So I got to spend it with them and uh, my roommate and my special friend. Oh. Yeah. I wrangled me up a little boyfriend. So uh, a holiday, if you will. A holiday. So yeah, it was was nice. It was small and uh, delicious. I drank, I think, all the wine in Southern California. Oh, congratulations. Um, Yeah. So that did leave me too hungover to record this yesterday, which was the original plan. <laughs> we need to like, <laughs> we need to have, you know how like businesses have like days without incident. We need to have like a calendar going of like days without one of us being too hungover to record on the originally scheduled date. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is a bit of a pattern here at Trashy Trashy that one of us is usually like, mm, went a little too hard, a little too boozy Susie last night. A little too hard in the paint. Yeah. (laughs) How was your week? It was fine. Work seemed to go by extremely slow. Mm. Knowing that I had two days off coming up, Mm -hmm. it just made everything that much longer. Totally. And then on the actual Thanksgiving day, my boyfriend and I made, well, (laughs) my boyfriend made. Yeah. (laughs) Who are we kidding? I'm not the cook in this family. (laughs) My boyfriend made steak. Ooh, I saw it like, on Instagram. It was good. Two and a half pounds of steak, cheese grits, and asparagus. Wow. Delicious. We, we wanted to have a non-Thanksgiving food because we are going to celebrate with his family. They mm-hmm. they live in a, a pod of seven. So we are traveling to see them. So we, we didn't want to get too Thanksgiving-y on the day itself. No, because you can have turkey max- twice a year and never in the same week no unless you're eating leftovers of the original turkey true we did a turkey and it was only because everyone was kind of like fuck like it would be better if we had tri-tip but mm, it's thanksgiving mm-hmm. yeah fuck it let's do turkey we we chose steak and whiskey over turkey i mean delicious and we're doing chickens instead of turkey at our thanksgiving on sunday did you guys pardon the turkeys Yes, we fully, my favorite meme this week that I saw was one of the starlets, one of the pretty people. Which one? I want to say Vanessa Hudgens or Demi Lovato. Oh, okay. One one of the pretty people. And they were hugging a turkey talking about animal sanctuaries. And then the next image was them making an Instagram story about their turkey that they had cooked for Thanksgiving. (laughs) Was it done ironically? <laughs> no. It was like two images of them that somebody captured and then put together. <laughs> That's funny. And it's like, you can't have it both ways, hon. You just can't have it both ways. Mm-mm. Cass? What's up? 
How are you trash this week? (sighs) Well, I'm trash for a very specific reason. So you last week said that you were throwing out Big Sky. Uh Uh-huh. And I've heard that Big Sky was good from people. So I was like, "Mm, I don't know. And you didn't finish the pilot. And so then we got an email from none other than T. Curry herself, Mm -hmm. the Mama Curry. And she said, we finished the pilot. You got to finish the pilot. Subject line, Big Sky, all in caps. And then you have to finish the pilot. (laughs) So I was like, fuck, I'm going to watch Big Sky. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, T. Curry. I don't think Big Sky was good. (laughs) I'm trash this week because I'm going against the grain, against the standard, against T. Curry and saying, I thought that show was bad. The twist... Yeah, right. My ass. I saw that coming a mile away, perhaps even two miles away. It was so obvious. Am I going to watch episode two? Hell yeah, I'm going to watch episode two because I want to see if it gets better. I don't know why I'm holding out for this. Like, but I think it's only for Tina Curry, but like, I just thought it fucking sucked. I watched the pilot. I finished the pilot. I've watched episode two. I want to know what happens in the series, but I don't give a shit about any of the characters. Not a one is likable. Oh, man. If we have any trashy, trashy listeners who are watching Big Sky, like, we need updates. I need your opinions. Tweet at me. Email trashy, trashy, or trashypodcast at gmail.com. We got to know what you're thinking because this might be the most divisive thing of 2020. Spoil it for us. That's fine. I don't we give just a think fuck. No, yeah, we just no, because I'm going to spoil it on this podcast. I'm giving you guys this podcast to catch up with Big Sky because after that, this podcast is going to become a full blown Big Sky spoiler podcast. <laughs> Suck it, David E. Kelly. <laughs> Why are you trash this week? I've got a historical trash, and that oh, is wonderful. Back in my university days, oh uh, yes. I like to say university because it makes me sound like I was actually learning something or, or or knowledgeable in any way. It's the University of Oklahoma. State. Oh. Oof. Okay. University of Oklahoma State. <laughs> we would get hammered on this place called The Strip, which was like two blocks of bars. Mm-hmm. That was a block away from where I lived. Perfect. And sometimes... Sometimes we would have people pick us up from the bars. People? Again, this was a block away from my home. Oh, so you just wouldn't walk home. Okay. We would make freshmen pick us up from the bars because we were trash. Were you like a major hazer? No, they loved it because we were drunk and stupid. And they thought we were funny because they couldn't drink yet. I see. Okay. And they would drive us through McDonald's where we would get something called the Mick Gang Bang. I'm sorry? For those of you who don't know what a Mick Gang Bang is, which Everybody is, I would for say, sure. most of our listeners. <laughs> and me. And Cass. You take a double cheeseburger and a Mick Chicken, and then you sandwich the Mick Chicken between the two patties. Making Bun and a, all? It depends on how drunk you were. Bun and all. Making a Frankenstein creation and eat a Mick Gang Bang in God. the car of a freshman. Just a whole, the whole farm in there. The whole farm. I mean, I can't believe we never put a, a flay of fish in there. <coughs> it's a little Mick Turf and Turf. 
Mixed surf and turf. But yeah, we would make. Did you order it this way or you made it? Um, Sometimes we would request it and they would say, excuse me, what do you mean? And they never made it for us. So we would have to like Frankenstein it ourselves. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can always ask for a gangbang, but sometimes you really do got to be the ringleader on that. (laughs) It's true. Speaking of eating things. Oh, yeah. Let's Let's get into our first story. So according to the New York Post, maker, there's uh, makers of grow your own human steaks say that their meal kit is not technically cannibalism. And here at Trashy Trashy, we're offering you 20% off the make your own meal kit by (laughs) using promo code TRASHY. Yeah. uh, So named the Ouroboros steak after the circular symbol of a snake eating itself tail first, this hypothetical kit would come with everything that one needs to use their own cells from the inside of your cheek to grow miniature human meat steaks. People think that eating oneself is cannibalism, which technically this is not, Grace Knight, one of the designers told D-Zine magazine. Okay. So I don't want to soil the trashy trashy podcast instagram with this smut but this is really gross did you see the pictures of this no i refused it's imagine like 12 little small petri dishes all together and inside is like these weird kind of infinity symbol or like i don't know different shaped like pork rind colored like if a pork rind was like Soft and gooey and in blood. <laughs> Sorry. It grosses me out so much. And there's nothing appetizing. Like, it looks like calamari, but oh. you know it's people. Yeah. I, um, not appetizing. Soylent green is people is all I can think of. <laughs> I don't know what that reference is. Soylent green is like a short story where, like, in the future, everybody eats. Soylent green, it's like basically the nutrition that everybody intakes, but then somebody discovers that it's people. For those keeping track at home, this is now the second week in a row that Erica has referred to some weird, random-ass short story, (laughs) as if everyone will know what it is. And in the movie Drop Dead Gorgeous, somebody delivers that monologue as their talent. So that's how I became acquainted. I think it was a movie... Who knows? <laughs> That's fair. Before you go running to your wallet, know that the product isn't available to buy. It was created by scientist Andrew Pelling, artist Arkin Tolhan, and Knight, an industrial designer on commission by the Philadelphia Museum of Art for an exhibit last year. So this is an art project or what? It says, okay, so it looks like to do one of these, you, t- you swab the inside of your cheek mm-hmm. and... Um, it takes about three months and they're the ones that they have in the museum are used with human cell cultures purchased from the American tissue culture collection. And then they grew them with donated blood that expired um, and that would have otherwise been destroyed. Ew, 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 ew. Why did they purchase tissue? Why, like, do they not have any of their own? I wouldn't volunteer myself for this. I wouldn't. No. No. <laughs> Sorry, I looked at it again. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta stop looking at it. I can't emphasize enough how gross this looks. Speaking yeah, of looking <laughs> gross. That's a good segue. 
According to our next story from TVNZ.co, Sex Pistol star Johnny Rotten bitten on flea on his penis after rescuing squirrels. Yep, because that's just what's going to happen. You join the Sex Pistols, you're successful like punk band, and then you grow up, you turn 64, you start rescuing squirrels in Venice, and then you get a flea bite on your penis. This is tell, tell like... Every time, this is how it works. This is right? like watching VH on Behind the Music. This is the oldest story in the book. So he has a little flea bite on his pee 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 pee, and then also on his inner thigh. <laughs> you made a, sa- a sign with your hand as if I was trying to suggest that Johnny Rotten has a small penis. I'm not. I was just being cute with how I was trying to say pee pee. I'm just doing me, dog. When I hear pee pee, I think very tiny penis. Really, though? Mm-hmm. Have if you, you ever... make it sound cute, it has to be small. Have you ever been with a guy with a really tiny pee pee? No. <laughs> Smart. Nice. I don't want to come nope. off like a size queen, but no. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Erica, get yours. I have. <clears throat> so uh, he says it itches. Yeah. Let me do my best, Johnny Rotten. Do it. I looked down this morning at my willy, and there was a fucking flea bite on it. And there's another one on the inside of my leg. I like that. Let me do my best, Johnny Rotten. The bites well last night. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I'm too Australian. Let me start over. Tea, British, British tea. The bites well last night was a murder because of it. The itching too. It's such a poxy thing to get caught on. The only way around it, because I'm not going to blame the poor little squirrels, is to Vaseline my legs. I just hope they don't get the wrong idea. What idea could they get, Johnny? (laughs) He's like, I hope these squirrels understand they aren't trying to fuck them. He doesn't want to blame the poor squirrels, he said. He's also like full-blown Trumpy. Yep. Donald Trump's the only hope. Yep. Notoriously said Donald Trump's the only hope. It's not very punk rock, Johnny. Nope. Not or at all. Is it? It's so punk rock that it goes all the way around. Yeah. And it's it's not punk rock, but it's so not punk rock that it becomes punk rock. Whoa. Yeah, it's an Ouroboros of punk rock. <laughs> okay. A snake eating its own tail. Speaking of Trump, mm-hmm. the according to NBC News, a man in a Trump-shaped flotation device has been charged with assault after breathing on protesters. This story makes me so angry. Yeah. I hate when people, I don't like when people put their hands on other people, but this is like a new, this is biological warfare to me. 100%. I was thinking the exact same thing when I read it. I was like, if he has COVID, what he is doing is monstrous. It's murder. It, Mm -hmm. It could be attempted murder. A supporter of President Donald Trump was charged with misdemeanor assault on Sunday in Loudoun County, Virginia, for allegedly breathing heavily on protesters outside Trump National Golf Club. Please help. Kathy Bainett wrote on, in sa- on a Saturday tweet that went viral, showing a video of a man identified as Raymond Deskins coming towards her without a face covering as she said, get away from me, you don't have a mask. And he proceeds to... Say, I'm not even close to you. And then he goes, oh, oh, like just like huffing and puffing at people. Like the big bad wolf. Yes. He crossed the street to assault two senior citizens 
Baynet67 wrote on her tweet, want to identify in case contact tracing becomes necessary. I think his name is Ray. Uh, yeah, she did. Fucking Kathy did the most. She said, Ray, Virginia resident, drives Cadillac, occurred at Trump Golf. And then she tweets uh, referring to him later as the COVID monster. Hey, Kathy, love that you brought internet attention to this because we get to talk about it. But how about call the police? Yeah, call the police. Do we tweet at the police now? Like, I don't, I don't totally. I'm, the the lines with what Twitter is and isn't used for are really getting fuzzy. Yeah, <laughs> it's really <clears throat> escalated. The fact that a tweet could cause a nuclear war at this point is scary. Yeah. But then also, like, sometimes when I come up with a joke that isn't like it's too like spicy for my Instagram, like I'll tweet it. Like, how are those two things on the same platform? You know? Uh huh. A joke should- about my butthole, and a threat of nuclear war. I mean, that's the beauty of the internet. Your butthole and nuclear war are very close together. Yeah, the goal is to get them in the same tweet. So, yeah, this guy got charged with assault, and um, I think that that's fucking good. Like, I think that, look, if you don't want to wear a mask, you don't want to wear a mask. I mean, fuck, but also, like, that is what it is. Don't go around breathing on people and making them feel bad about it. Like, what? Do you, what is wrong with you who hurt you yeah who are you okay the interesting thing to me in this story is that because law enforcement did not witness the entire interaction what they advised the people to do was go seek a citizen obtained warrant and they did it and they did so in virginia you can make a citizen's arrest with a citizen obtained warrant how do you get one of those great question twitter Uh, Twitter. You tweet at a judge. He DMs you back. Uh Uh-huh. No. Deskins, the man accused, did not immediately respond to NBC News for a request to comment. Well, I mean, in his defense, all NBC News was asking is, hey, where'd you get that Trump floaty? It's literally one of those, like, swim rings, (laughs) but with a Trump head on it, which feels like insulting to Trump, don't you think? I I thought it was one of those like inflatable fat suits like you see like Santa, you know, like. That's what I thought it was too. But then I watched the video and I'm like, oh, no, this guy just has like a pool ring around his gut. Yeah. Which was Um, so flattering on him. I know. He looks fucking hot. Oh, it just slims him down in all the right places. Yeah. Like you want to talk about how a belt does wonders for the waist? How about a Trump blow up swim ring? (laughs) My friend was pregnant. Now she has a baby. That's it. Uh (laughs) I'm glad that story had a good ending. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were in Palm Springs and she said that the comfy way is just to put her belly in one of those swim rings and float. And that's what she did. Good she on just her. floated. Yeah, it was cool. I was like, get yours, girl. Float away. Float away. Speaking of floating by, our next story brought to us by the LATimes.com. Scams led California to send COVID jobless benefits to Scott Peterson and death row inmates. So, first of all, when I opened this story, the LA Times is having a Black Friday sale. And I thought, should I start paying for the LA Times too? Not just the New York Times? Both coast. Gotta know what's going on on both sides. Well, guys, I'll keep you updated if I do it. Yeah, so... Scott Peterson, uh, famously known for killing his wife and unborn child or child? Unborn son. Yes, of course. He was, he's getting sent uh, the unemployment benefits and so are other 
people who are on death row with him. Convicted serial killer Carrie Steiner is also receiving unemployment benefits in prison. So is Isaro Aguirre, who tortured and killed an eight-year-old. Which there's a documentary about on Netflix, uh, Gabriel Fernandez, The Trials of Gabriel, and it is one of the most depressing things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, are you thinking to yourself in 2020, God damn it, I'm too happy. Hit up that documentary. That little Hit up that documentary. Oof, uh, I can't watch it. So essentially what they think is happening... No, it's dark. I yeah. watched it and cried myself. And I love murder documentaries, but something involving a child, it was it was gruesome. Yeah. Governor Gavin Newsom intervened to stop such unemployment swindling going on in California jails and prisons, which may involve tens of thousands of questionable claims totaling hundreds of millions of dollars. Did he Though actually intervene or was he just called to intervene? Called to intervene. Right. Okay, that sounds more like Gavin Newsom being asked to do things. <laughs> being Swim. asked to do something, but yeah. not quite following through or doing the appropriate thing. Yeah, instead going to eat at the French Laundry. Not clear whether these death row inmates are involved in a scam or if they are merely using these high-profile names as a way of getting the scams. Yeah, like we, because I don't know how you would receive money in prison, like through an EDD card. So this might just be like some people, like some scanners, be- scammers being like, I'm going to get benefits. I can't think of a fake name. <laughs> I'll just go through or, the newspaper. <laughs> yeah. Or they're being trolls and being like, LOL, look, uh, there's another part of this article that just straight up talks about the, the fact that EDD is a fucking disaster. And it is. It really, really is. They're saying that like EDD has done little to nothing to investigate this, even though it's been brought to their attention. Like, I don't know what's up with the unemployment office. I don't know if they are just super busy and so they can't do anything, or if the unemployment office is quite literally a bunch of hamsters, like, running around in wheels. I either, I believe, but I'm leaning towards the latter, to be honest. This isn't surprising to me at all. It's it's very tough to get uh, unemployment benefits in the state of California, when it should be extremely easy. Or to even talk to anyone about unemployment benefits oh, on God whether or not no. you qualify for them. Yeah, it's quite a mess. Our next story sent in by Allison Van Duerk. Thank you so much, Allison. Thank you. According to the DailyMail.co, an on-duty police officer tried to buy 995 pounds sterling box of Krispy Kreme donuts for seven pence using a barcode meant for carrots at Tesco self-service checkout. If you are stupid like me, you don't know what a pence is. I guess in in jolly old London, a pound is like a dollar and a pence is like some kind of coin. Carry that, on. That would make sense. So he tried to buy the American equivalent of $10 worth of Krispy Kreme donuts for seven cents. Yeah, yeah, it's the perfect crime. So he, and it makes sense why a listener sent us this article since I believe that we have had conversations about um, being sneaky at self-checkout, or at least I think I have. PC Simon Reed, he's a constable, which I think is like a cute name for captain. And by cute, I mean <laughs> British, I don't know. He went to the produce aisle and grabbed the barcode for carrots and then stuck them on the box. I mean, cop want a donut much? <laughs> 
don't want to know that much. So he's he could be expelled from the force after misconduct. I have some <laughs> – they're really freaking out about this. They're, like, very upset. Like, you could lose your dumbass constable job. The best part about this is that this – they're really doing him dirty on this article because the photo that they use, like, is him – in a clown costume with like, or with a clown nose on and a cupcake. And then there's another picture of his back talking to Kate Middleton. That's the princess, right? And then in like the smallest photo of all is him in his little police uniform. <laughs> yeah, the Daily Mail, the Daily Mail is not known for their gold standard of journalism. <laughs> no, it's like this fucking cop here, here seeing wearing a clown nose. Uh, <laughs> bought a bunch of donuts for seven pence. I wonder how many times he's done this. Oh, yeah. That'd be a great. Is this your first time or the time you got caught? Because you know what? If you're going to steal like that, don't go for like seven cents. Go for something, you know, like a bag of avocados. It's $4.99. It's still cheaper. Still cheaper, but not as... But not so obvious, you know? Dozen donuts. I mean, how little do they pay police officers if you've got to steal 10 pounds, you know, 10 bucks worth of donuts? I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just for the rush. Oh, it's that's like when celebrities fair. steal. I understand. You just need to feel alive sometimes. Fuck yeah, you do. <laughs> Speaking of staying alive and feeling alive, Ugh. according to The Lost Ogle, and this story was sent in by my Aunt Bobby. Thanks, Bobby. Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt intensifies efforts to pray away the pandemic. First of all, I love that this website keeps popping up on Trashy Trashy. This obviously is just like a banging website in Oklahoma, and I have no problem doing all these stories about Oklahoma because Oklahoma has yet to disappoint. Yeah, this is uh, coronavirus cases, hospitalizations, and deaths are surging across the state of Oklahoma and the country. And Governor Kevin Stitt is like, fuck it, let's pray. Yeah, you know what we'll do? We'll just pray a pandemic away. Yeah, so he hosted a Zoom meeting with members of Oklahoma clergy, which he started out by saying, you know, Oklahoma, we're behind Jesus. And like, there's like mixed members of clergy on there. So like, some of them are like, yeah, same. And then other ones are like, mm, is this, are we supposed to be here right now? And uh, he reviewed carefully crafted PR polished talking points and ignored questions about mask mandates and announced that he'll be calling for a day of prayer and fasting. On my birthday. <gasps> oh, my God. December 3rd, the day of prayer and fasting is also your birthday? I shan't be doing either of those things on my birthday. No, you shan't. It's uh, So he did this before, but it wasn't on Zoom before. But he threw a pandemic prayer party in March. And did like, like literally everything that you weren't supposed to do, like large indoor church rally. And, you know, everything will be fine. Prayers. I wonder if that was a super spreader event or if Oklahoma kind of skated away because they didn't have a lot of contact uh, tracing at the moment. Corona yet. Oh, yeah. Oh, and contract tracing. Yeah. I don't know. There's a I little mean... cheeky thing in here, too, where they're saying that to ask people in Oklahoma to fast for a day is putting your... Uh, top 10 ranking in obesity in risk. Hell, I mean, that's the only thing I think we're in the top 10 in the nation for, so. I would say that you're probably top 10 in amounts of earthquakes. 
Oh yeah, because of fracking. Which yeah, we now know what is. Yeah, we have probably three or four definitions of it at this point, and they're all true. If they're all true, it's either marrying an old man to a young girl. Yes. Or a violent pushing of water and other fluids into the ground to swell out oil and gas. Yes, allegedly. It's one of those two, but I Uh feel confident that we've narrowed it down. Yeah, definitely. Both of them causing earthquakes for sure. I don't know. Erica, when's the last time you prayed away the pandemic? (laughs) I I haven't found a moment to pray this whole pandemic. I just haven't haven't had the time. Um, Every night before I go to bed... I do sleep in a long nightgown, of course, and a nightcap, and I get on my knees on the side on, next to my bed, prop my elbows up on the bed, hands in prayer, and um, I pray away the pandemic. I don't think it's working. <laughs> I don't want to say it's not working, <laughs> but I don't and have to take my little candlestick that I have on a thing that I hold by one ring, <laughs> and I blow out my candle, and I go to bed. In your kerchief and in nightgown. Yep, yep. It's a good look. It's fucking hot, to be honest. Speaking of a a, a good look and a bad look, <laughs> according to our next story from DailyVoice.com, Hackensack board member who opposed LGBTQ curriculum resigns after embarrassing Zoom incident. Yes, Francis Collegia. Or whatever her last name is. Who cares? She didn't realize that she left her laptop camera on when she took it with her while going to the bathroom during a public comments section of a board meeting on Monday night. Oopsie poopsie. Nearly 150 participants, including students, saw her relieve herself. Here's a tip, y'all. If you can still see yourself, we can still see you. There you go. Problem solved with cameras. <laughs> like, what the fuck? How does this keep happening? How do you... She po- She pooped on camera. Well, we don't know that she pooped, but I'm going to say that she pooped. I think it. the story uh, alleges that she pooped. <laughs> I'm not trying to shame anybody because, you know, we all got to poop, but like, fuck. <laughs> you know, I think, I think she pooped on camera. I buy it. I believe it. <laughs> no one said anything when she returned from her trip to the toilet. But later, Vice President Scott James Vickery reportedly told her, you need to go. We're trying to get work done while you're sitting on the toilet. BOE President Lancelot Powell later said that she could not be removed because she was an elected official. We We can't can't make her resign, he reportedly said. None of us can kick off a board member. The Board of Trustees announced that they have received a letter of resignation from Miss Francis, effective November 24th, 2020. They Um, have 65 days to fill the seat, which is January 29th, 2020, under state law. 2021. 2021. The promised land. The year. Or not. It's honestly probably so, so shitty still. No, I think it's coming back. You think so? Oh, yeah. I think it's coming back. So she made headlines uh, last year when she called the new state laws that require teaching about LGBTQ history repugnant. Says, I have every right as a parent not to have my child participate in something that I don't think is suitable as part of public school curriculum. I believe conversations having to do with sexuality should be had at home between parents and their children. So what about taking shits on camera? Yeah. When do those conversations happen? I think that's repugnant. Yeah. She could not be reached for comment. <laughs> no, she was too busy taking another shit. <laughs> oh my goodness. I would like to preface this next story 
mm-hmm. with the fact that, uh, you know, Erica and I work off of a Google Doc together. And she wrote, is this too fucked up for Trashy Trashy? So uh, if you find that this uh, next story, who was submitted by a listener, is too fucked up, get with the program, losers. We're a wild show. We're wild. We'll talk about human meat taking a shit on camera. This next story comes to us from usatoday.com, sent in by Beth Scorzato. Thank you so much. Dead minks who are infected with a mutated form of COVID-19 are rising from their fucking graves. Zombies. (laughs) Yep. Zombie minks. Zombie minks with COVID, because fucking why not? This is in Denmark. I have that on my 2020 bingo. You didn't have that one on your 2020 bingo? I did not have that on my 2020 bingo card yet. That's so funny. I also love that 2020 bingo is like <laughs> such a thing. That Do you watch John Oliver? Uh-huh. They did the whole thing about 2020 bingo. Yeah. I like that murder hornets have just – remember when murder hornets were going to be yeah. plaguing us and they just said, yeah. it seems like you're going through a lot right now. We'll come back. Yeah, the murder hornets were like, oh, dip, we got to get out of here. This we sucks. Gotta, this sucks. <laughs> okay, so these minks in Denmark appear to be rising from the dead, and it's calling from national frenzy to cremate them. So people in Denmark are like, burn those fucking things. It's a little bit confusing how this is happening, but it sounds like they just weren't digging the graves shallow or like deep enough for these things yes they were digging only three foot graves which were pretty shallow i guess and the gases within the bodies filled up and pushed them to the surface it was a rushed burial now officials plan to bury creatures in graves nearly double the depth or you could just burn them burn them because all i'm thinking is okay great so you build a six feet grave for these minks but you know that they're three feet under the ground because they're not rising for the surface. There's also like, they said that they were going to just like, where wherever the grave is going to be, they're going to just like have people guarding it until they can build a fence around it. What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> have you, do you own anything that's made of mink? No, I, I'm not opposed to fur, which is a controversial stance, but wow. I don't have the funds to procure. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> no. Yeah. But I don't, I'm not obsessed. I love the look of a fur coat. Mm-hmm. But I think a fake one does the trick. But I also am just too poor to own. Like, I feel like I had like a great aunt, Fina, and she had like a lot of fur shit. And I bet it was real, but I don't know. It's hard to say. I assume any fur coat that you find like in like an old person's house, you're like, this is definitely real, right? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, the nation has planned to cull all 15 million minks in the country, which is 40% of the world world's mink fur. Wow. This makes me think of my favorite quote from Night of the Living Dead. Have you seen that movie, the original? No. Oh, well, there's a sheriff, and he was an actual sheriff, and they just got him on camera. Like, they made him into an actor for the day, and he said... Beat them or burn up. They go up pretty easy talking about zombies. Okay. So you got to burn them, I would say. Yeah, you got to burn them. Like, it just seems like the surefire way to to stop this. Also, I'm assuming that they were doing testing on these minks, but like, what if they weren't? What if these minks just have COVID? Oh, that's terrifying. Do minks bite? Probably. I imagine. A mink looks like a ferret, right? Yes. 
They are oh, just yeah, a fancy nice. name for ferret, basically. Wow. Well, I'm glad they're in Denmark. That's all I'll say. <laughs> yeah. Glad they're not here. Yeah. Uh, speaking of glad it's not here, according to BBC.co, Thailand's largest ketamine bust turns out to just be a cleaning agent. Somebody's going to lose their job. <laughs> I feel like that's safe to say on most trashy, trashy stories. <laughs> that's fair. Thailand- we just tell stories about people who are about to get fired. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Thailand's claim to have seized nearly $1 billion worth of the drug ketamine has turned out to be a misunderstanding, its justice of minister said. Instead, lab tests found out that the substance was trisodium phosphate, which is a compound commonly used as a cleaning agent. They said it was a technical error in field testing that led to the initial false claim. So they got it last month or earlier this month, and they were like, fucking let's do a COVID safe parade because we just solved ketamine in Thailand. Um, It's a, it's party drug, you know? Well, it's actually technically it's an anesthetic, but because it makes you hallucinate, it's kind of a party drug. It's a Um, horse tranquilizer as well. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's a party drug. Very, very dangerous though. I feel like ketamine kind of had like a moment for a second. Like I feel like it came back for like a second. I've been looking into ketamine to do for depression treatments because allegedly they have these ketamine clinics in L.A. where you do like microdoses of ketamine and it's supposed to cure your depression. What? That's crazy. What about like mushrooms? They do the same thing with mushrooms and mushrooms are grown rather than referred to as horse tranquilizer. You know – I've read up on it a little bit and, you know, it's different from just doing mushrooms, you know, microdosing yourself, but they have like clinics where it's like administered and monitored by doctors and it's very expensive, Mm. but it's supposed to cure your depression. So somebody called goop. Yep. So there was a, it's the same, the trisodium phosphate looks like a white powdered substance also. So, gosh, we sure can see the mix-up, but uh, (laughs) they're just referring that it was a technical error in the field and that uh, the preliminary tests, which turn purple in the presence of ketamine, they react the same as this trisodium phosphate. There were 475 bags of the substance found altogether. Somsek Tepsuthin admitted later, I'm assuming he works for the police department, that it might have been premature. To hold a press conference. (laughs) So is that who's losing their job? (laughs) Is that who's losing the job? Thailand doesn't fuck around about drugs. Have you been? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. That's cool. It was the most magical, beautiful place. I haven't been. I heard our money uh, goes pretty far there. Our money goes very far. We were staying in like four and five star accommodations for very little money. It's oh, pretty tight. Damn. I got a massage almost every day because I could afford it. I was thinking about how you were in Japan the other day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why. I was like, Erica's been to Japan. Twice. Twice? I've been to Okinawa and Tokyo. That's dope. Yeah. I want to go back so badly. I would love to go there. We'll go. We'll go together. Fun. It'll be great. Hey, Cass, are you ready? Oh, yeah. I'm fucking ready. 
Okay, it's time for the dumpster fire of the week. This is a it's a wild one. Yes, it's a wild one. It's coming to us from the AP News, so it's direct from the source. No editorializing. No, fuck no, never. No editorializing. Um, so, uh, in Anchorage, Alaska, a stunning tale of inappropriate behavior between a politician and a television anchor, death threats, nude photos, and an FBI investigation has, uh, has resulted in the arrest of the journalist and the resignation of the mayor of Anchorage. Ethan Berkowitz, a top elected Democrat in Alaska, submitted his resignation to the Anchorage Assembly on Tuesday night, just days before he vehemently denied allegations by your Alaska Link anchor Maria Athens that he had posted nude photos of himself on an underage website. So, first, just... She accused him of putting naked pictures up on a website, and he was like, I didn't do that, but then resigned anyways. Mm-hmm. Feels feels a little suspect. Yep. So the uh, the mayor's rec- resignation followed by Berkowitz's jaw dropping admission on Monday that he was involved in an inappropriate sexting, which he called messaging, with Athens, the anchor of the combined Fox ABC station. She said that their relationship started in 2016 and declined to say whether it became sexual in nature, but. It sounds like it was. Mm-hmm. Berkowitz wrote, My resignation results from unacceptable personal conduct that prom- that compromised my ability to perform my duties with the focus and trust that is required. So, I apologize to the people of Anchorage for my major lapse in judgment I made several years ago when I had a consensual, inappropriate messaging relationship with a reporter Maria Athens. I'm embarrassed and ashamed for the hurt I've caused my family and our community. I take responsibility for my actions, he added. So the five days of... So Athens on Friday allegedly placed a profanity and racist-laden phone call to Berkowitz. The voicemail, a copy of which was obtained by the Alaska Landmine online blog, started with the caller announcing herself as Athens and then rattling off her various network affiliations. Which, look, if you're going to live a racist, profane voicemail, don't start it off with identifying yourself and then also all your, you know, places to find you. This is Maria Athens from ABC Fox News. (laughs) Yeah, literally. Here to say... You know, I'm not going to say any <laughs> profanities or racist-laden things. The caller claimed to have learned from sources that Berkowitz had been posting nude photos on an underage website, and then she planned to report on this in that evening's news. The caller threatened to kill Berkowitz, who is Jewish, and his wife in a diatribe laced with racist insults. You either turn yourself in, kill yourself, or do what you need to do. I'm, I can't believe I'm such a good person, and I thought I loved you. I don't even hate you. I will pray for your Zionist fucking ass. Uh. And I'm putting this on the news tonight. Bye. Have a great Friday. Again, we are quoting from the article. We are not stating Zionist ourselves. The caller also predicted that she would win an Emmy for her reporting. (laughs) She had a fucking wild Friday night. 
Later Friday, later in Friday, Athens, Athens taped a tease for the story and posted it to her Facebook page, prompting this denial from the mayor's office. He said, this, the slanderous allegations from your Alaska Link reporter, Maria Athens, are categorically false and appear to be the product of someone who is hostile and unwell. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what it sounds like. This is just wild. Like, okay, so you start dating in 2016, secretly, in a fair politicians be doing that Mm -hmm. they stay having affairs and looks like he maybe tried to shut it down or something and then old maria athens went off the fucking deep end she posted athens then posted what she claimed to be a photo of berkowitz's nude backside as proof of her allegations okay like that's a fucking vibe and not a good one no that's to be posting nude photos of someone else on an underage website did she post it on the website i believe she posted on facebook no oh my god <laughs> here's this <laughs> athens and the station's manager who is described as her boyfriend in the documents got into an argument while driving to anchorage he made her get out of the car and told her she was barred from returning to the stations athens nevertheless went back into the television studio and attacked him When the police arrived, she hit an officer trying to arrest her and was placed in full restraints after she tried to kick out the back of a window of a police cruiser with her high heels. Whoa, Maria Athens is wild. Yeah, she was charged with assault, criminal mischief, and disorderly conduct and released after posting bail. Okay, look, this is why this is honestly why I'm trash. Everyone in this story sucks. And obviously the mistakes have been made and no one is justified, but like, why do I, like, suddenly root for Maria Athens? She's a wild card. As soon as it's like, oh, she tries to kick out the window of the police cruiser with her high heels, I'm like, oh, wait. <laughs> I suck. She said racist voicemail stuff. No, shut up, Cassandra. She's the worst. Ugh. Anchorage police and the FBI investigated the allegations in the death threat, but an FBI statement released uh, on Tuesday previous said that no immediate evidence to support a violation of federal law. However, the FBI Anchorage field office continues to monitor the situation. When he slided into my texts, he was so smooth with his little witty slogans and pictures. Was she just getting like campaign mail? (laughs) Oh, like in that case, like, yeah, Bernie Sanders and I have a fucking affair. He emails me all the fucking time. Nithya Raman and I are like this because of... (laughs) He gave me attention when I was lonely, is what she also said. She was feeling isolated in Alaska, like you do. She also declined to elaborate on her assertion that Berkowitz was involved in illegal activity, saying it was based on what sources told her, but she did not reveal said sources. You know, Maria, 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 Maria. This story I found on TikTok, Uh Alaska TikTok, which is wild on alaska tiktok i am because they have insane stories and i found this via alaska tiktok and then i researched and found the the articles to back it up wow yeah (laughs) you know everyone says florida 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 and florida is fruitful for trashy news but turns out oklahoma and alaska not too shabby we'll give you a run for your money all those states that end in a yeah virginia Michigan, yeah. Michigan, yeah. <laughs> Britannia. Oh, Britannia. Yes. Beautiful state. Funny accents. Oh, man. Uh, 
Yeah, this is uh, pretty insane. Have you ever been arrested? No. Me neither. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Can you imagine? No, I I fear it. <laughs> yeah, like I've never been in the back of a police car. I haven't either. I don't think I've never even been in the front of a police car. I just haven't I, been in a police car. I have been in the front of a police car. Yeah? Yeah, just to see what it was like. Tight. I've been in a fire truck before. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I was like a kid. Oh. Yeah. I, they don't let adults do that anymore. <laughs> Sir, could I please get in your truck? I would love to see what it's like. I just feel like in my head, I'd be like, the only way these firefighters are going to do it is if I really lay the sauce on them. So I'd be like, excuse me. Oh, I love your big red truck. Can I peek inside? Just little old me. And they'll be like, ma'am, <laughs> like, you're, you're trespassing. Get off the sidewalk. Ma'am, your house is burning down. Is this really what you want us to be focused on? Oh, 911. Show me how you work that big hose. <laughs> Are you hoarding anything this week, Erica? I am. I am hoarding old seasons of Survivor that just got dropped on Netflix. <laughs> Ooh, bitch, you are not the only one. I'm not doing it personally, but I have a lot of friends who have been like, yeah, so I've been watching a lot of Survivor. If you could put me on a text thread with those people, because I, I need an outlet to discuss it, but I don't you know. You got it. I don't know <laughs> how oh, to be yeah. like, does anybody want to talk about the 2014 season of Survivor with me on Twitter? <laughs> like, like, I bet people would. <laughs> it's insane. There's a show on maybe also on Netflix called Alone. And it's okay. where they take survivalists with GoPros and they drop them off on an island and then they don't tell them how long they've been there, but it's the last man standing wins. What? So at any given point- Are they all on the same island together? Yes, but like in separate like areas of said island. Can they find each other? Because that's how Naked and Afraid they do that sometimes and then they find each other. I think they're allowed to find each other, but they're not allowed to. Uh, if you say I'm done, then you you are out of the running for the money. So it's like you do they get be, supplies? I think you get like a hatchet, and then it's like oh, everything else you got to find yourself. But like people be killing animals on on a low, and they have to like film it themselves with GoPros because there's no film crew following them. It's Whoa. truly deranged. But Survivor is like diet alone <laughs> yeah okay uh in in this one season that i'm watching it's heroes versus villains so it's people that have previously been on survivor coming back and one of the villains hides the machete like the camp machete that's like one of their only tools of survival <laughs> just for chaos reasons <laughs> oh it, my god it is deranged I, I've never seen a bigger chaos agent in my life. <laughs> Survivor. Do you uh, feel like you'd be good at that show? I I think I would. And also yeah. these people lose like 20 pounds in a month. So I'm like. Ugh, lucky. <laughs> lucky. <laughs> you just watch people's bones start sticking out of their flesh. Like it, it can be quite disturbing. But. Well. I, I have thought about 
I should study the game more because the gameplay, the who's allying with who, what alliances are happening, like that's the part that you have to study. Surviving, fine. You can survive off rice and a little bit of water. You're not going to be happy. But to get into the game and like make it a long time and not get voted out, like that's the intense part. Wow. I'm I'm all in on Survivor. You I'm going to watch it fresh. This. Yeah. 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 Because I was like, should I come in with like a thick accent and just be like the sweet country girl that's also good at the challenges, but also, I mean, or I'm like, should I just be a straight up villain? It's intense. Wow. Yeah. I've always thought about how I would function on those reality shows. And I feel like if I just do me, but like a little bit like heightened, I think uh-huh. most people would like me, but no one would fuck with me. Right. You know, which is, which is like a good spot to be in because you don't want to be too aggressive. No. Yeah. You don't want to be looking for shit, you know? Yeah. But you also don't want people to walk on you. Right. And there see, was a long time where I was like, I want to be on the Bad Girls Club. Cassandra, when I tell I'm I'm using your full name. When I tell you I wanted to be on the Bad Girls Club, Fuck. I like looked into casting. So did I. I love the bad girls club oh it was so good like so good i can't remember what season it was but do you remember that there was a season where like all of them like this the original i don't remember the exact numbers but let's say that they put 10 bad girls in the club okay or in, in a house and then you know like girls get kicked off all the time for fighting or they just fucking leave so there was one season where like Five of the original 10 were still there and they prided themselves on every replacement bad girl coming in, leaving within like a week or two. Like never have I ever seen so many. There was like, I think it was the most in bad girls club history, where there was like nine or 10 replacements that came in. Like every girl who like thought like that they were just on the back burner, that they were just a runner up. They weren't bad enough. They were suddenly getting that fucking call. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. so good. It was so good. Uh, what are you hoarding? I mean, fuck. Well, I, I might be hoarding the Bad Girls Club, except I don't know where to tell people to find it. Uh, I'll, I'll figure that out, though. I'm personally hoarding putting up your Christmas decorations whenever the fuck you want. Hell yeah. It is not... It's not even December yet. But you know what? It will be depending on when you listen to this podcast. If you listen to it when it drops, it won't be. It's close, though. But there's a lot of people this year who are putting up their Christmas decorations earlier than ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say fucking good on you. I'm going to put mine up today. And it's just it's just nice. It's just fucking fun. And it feels good to see a tree and to see or whatever your holiday decorations are that make you feel good. Like, the lights, all of it. I'm I Christmas Christmas is my favorite holiday of the year. This time of year is my favorite. I hate the fucking weather. I basically have frostbite right now because I don't have socks on my little toesies. But like I do like the holiday so much. And uh yeah, decorate your house. You you deserve it this year. We need joy more than ever right now. Yeah, we do. We need joy. We do. I would say leave your Christmas tree up until the inauguration. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> You're, you might need it. <laughs> Hold on to your hats. Yeah. Are you throwing out anything? Yeah. I'm throwing out, and I, I don't know how to say this, but I have like a very detailed skincare routine. Okay. And I do it religiously. And sometimes what I do forget is to clean out my ears. Erica, okay. And when I tell you I cleaned out my ears with a Q-tip the other day to the point where I think I just did more harm than good. You're not supposed to use those. How do you clean your ears? Uh, In the shower, just fucking blast them. All right. Well, I'm throwing out Q-tips because my cat gets in into the trash can and bats them around like it's a toy. I hurt myself because I, I can't quite hear out of my right ear still a little bit. No. <laughs> I'm throwing out Q-tips. There's like these little like like little kind of baster looking things where you can fill it with water and you can kind of like blast the inside of your ear too. Okay. Um, I I mean it. I I, I get a lot of wax. Uh huh. According to a doctor that I've seen, and it's not easy to get it out. And I wish that Q-tips were safe, but I mean, I think the general consensus is that you shouldn't be sticking anything smaller than your elbow in your ear, which is to say you shouldn't be sticking anything in your ear. So the fact that Q-tips are still like something on the market is odd to me. Pretty insane. Yeah. Yeah. What are you throwing away? I'm throwing away people who don't respect other people's COVID um, rules. Mm Mm-hmm. I I am not here to dictate to anybody what they should and shouldn't be doing. I think that the CDC will do that. And whether or not you choose to follow it is your business. I think that the government's messages are very inconsistent. State to state, it's very inconsistent. Everyone's opinions are very inconsistent. So I can understand why people all have a different set of rules. I have a different set of rules that I'm sure that you have that, you know, someone else has. All of our listeners probably allow certain things and don't, you know, like it's, it, it is what it is. But when you, or act, and this hasn't happened to me, but this is like happening uh, to, you know, I've got some friends who are on dating apps and things. And, you know, those first couple dates when you're on a dating app during COVID, me personally, FaceTime, like, like FaceTime, Zoom, whatever. Other people, a walk in a park with masks on, whatever your flavor is. Mm-hmm. But if some, if you tell someone a walk in a park with masks on, and then they can, they continue to insist or suggest that perhaps it's instead maybe a movie inside or something like that. Or like what, I mean, first of all, you're clearly in the market for sex, but like, but Hey, and to each his own, some dating apps are good for that. But like, you have to respect what people want and you can't be a dick about it either. Like if, if I, I have to turn down, hanging out with friends all the time and I don't like to do that yeah. but like my roommate has asthma I'm not gonna do it my rules for COVID are different than your rules for COVID and the and the way to when someone says no to you because of COVID you don't take it personally that's not fucking fair so I am throwing out people who just aren't getting that I you know? I 100% agree I feel you 100% so, I think it's lame. I think it's fucking lame and it's a shitty move. 
It is a shifty move. I don't care for it. You shouldn't have to tell someone more than once, hey, I'm just not comfortable with that right now. Like, I'm, you know, like, going to go see my parents soon or I'm going to, you know, my roommate's high risk or also just I don't want COVID. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling you that you have COVID, but I don't know what you do. I don't know your life. And that shit is closing in on all of us. Yeah. It truly is. One in 85, one out of 185 Angelinos now have COVID. Something like that. Yeah. Or there's like a certain percentages of if you're in a room of 10 people indoors, like it's like 22% chance or something like that. It depends on where you are. But like there's like parts of Northern California where like if you're in a room with 10 people, like there's an 80% chance that someone in that room has been exposed to COVID or has COVID. Like, I'm sorry. I miss everyone. I, You know, and just like so everybody misses going on normal dates. Everyone misses it, but like, fuck off. Yeah. You buttholes. Yeah, I agree. Throwing that shit out. Oh, boy. Well, don't throw out this podcast. No, please. We love you. We love you so much for listening. We truly appreciate it. Our numbers are growing month over month. And you can email us while you're trash or send in a listener story at trashytrashypodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on instagram and twitter at trashy trashy pod yes oh shit i have to bring this up really fast yeah this came up from a listener last week we were talking about the sia movie yes um where uh the dancer is playing someone with autism and one of our listeners said why aren't they talking about the good doctor oh yeah that's a that's a problematic show too Yeah, this guy's been playing some a doctor with autism for like four seasons now. I, I the only reason I even know that that show exists is because they would always like advertise it super heavily during The Bachelor. Yeah, it had that coveted post Bachelor spot. Yeah, I say throw out the good doctor. Yeah. All right. Anyway, sorry. I just wanted to squeeze that in because that's what I'm saying. We love when our listeners reach out and, you know, we like that you listen. We love that you listen, in fact. And we love your we love your trashy opinions. Yeah. Bring them on. We need it. If you think we're wrong, tell us. We love that. We do love that. Tina Curry said that we were wrong about Big Sky and I'm throwing it right back to her. Throwing it right back at you, T. Curry. (laughs) I love you, Tina. Where can we find you online, Cass? On Instagram and Twitter, I am at Cass Cardenas. And then every Tuesday night, you can catch me on the Smodcast Network, 7.30 p.m. Pacific on the Nooner Podcast. What about you, Erica? Where do we find you? You can find me at Iconic Erica Curry on Instagram and at Gilly Gal on Twitter. And I have- and you can find this podcast. Oh, shit. What do you have? Oh, no. I have nothing else to promote. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can find this podcast at Trashy Trashy Pod on Instagram and on Twitter and Trashy Podcast at gmail.com. Trashy Trashy Podcast at gmail.com. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm the worst. And uh, Patreon. Money, please. Money, please. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, Cass. What's up, girl? Stay trash. I will stay trash. You too? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye.